Windy travelers tend to talk of London, Paris, Rome, New York, like only they were stylish and unique. But out in the Midwest is the city I love the best. <laughs> do you, do you so have, smart, like, your window open? Or? Yes. Okay. There it is. Oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, my Skype is acting all weird. So is mine. That's okay. Well, my computer's been acting weird, which is really exciting. I can't wait uh, <laughs> until it finally explodes. <laughs> I, I I had a minor freak out last night because I opened um, a bottle of seltzer next to my computer. But I didn't, like, wait for it to fizz down, so it, like, exploded all over it. And I'm like, I don't know if there was water damage before, but there's definitely water damage now. I had a girl in high school, a girl in one of my classes used to bring, like, an entire, like, liter-sized bottle of seltzer, like, unopened to class every day, and it would always explode. And I was like, haven't you learned... At least you'd think, like, if you, like, can't open it the right way, you'd just be like, all right, I'm just not going to bring seltzer anymore. But why that size, unopened, to class all the time? (laughs) What I will say, I I don't know if you've noticed this, but I usually have a one liter seltzer next to me every time. But you're not in math class. That's, that's true, but... I, you're in the comfort of your own home. You're entitled. That's, that's true, but I don't know. I If I'm, like, going, like, driving or something, I'll bring one with me. That's a lot of seltzer. I, I love seltzer. I have, like, the big 24 packs of them. Well, I used to do the same thing with Snapple. There was, yeah. like... A- there was, like, a flavor that I liked, so my mom bought, like, 20 cases of it and put it in the closet. <laughs> she thought they were discontinuing it, but then they didn't. <laughs> Which flavor story. is it? <laughs> hmm? Which flavor is it? Oh, I forgot. Um, it was, like, tea and, like, apricot or something. I don't remember oh, what was okay. it. okay. I think I know which one you're talking about if i saw it i would know but i i remember she thought it was like limited edition so she (laughs) she just bought a shit of it and then they just kept coming out with more and she was like oh (laughs) i remember um do you remember pepsi blue kind of like i remember the name it was disgusting Um, i don't really understand what it is it it was there's not really a way to describe it besides it was pepsi blue Um, I think it was supposed to be, like, a berry-flavored Pepsi. Uh, Pepsi's sweet enough. Yeah. But uh, I remember hearing stories about people saying, like, yeah, when they discontinued it, like, my uncle just bought, like, cases and cases of it because he really liked it. (laughs) But then... I've I've never had Pepsi Blue, and it does not sound appealing, just based on... Well, so, here's the thing. I remember at the time, I didn't like it. But then... It grows on you? Well, it wasn't brought back, but Mountain Dew did a blue drink, and everyone said it was basically the same thing. I think Mountain Dew as is might as well be, like, uh, just (laughs) syrup. Pepsi blue. It is, yeah. You might as well just drink maple syrup and dye it green. Like, it's the same thing. (laughs) 
but it's it's fun. What what else are you gonna play when you're you're playing Xbox with a bunch of ten year olds at at four in the morning? Yeah. Um, your che- your hands are covered in Cheeto dust. Exactly. Like what else? Are you <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I don't do that. For the record, <laughs> I'd lo- <laughs> I I've like grown. Just let the record show. I don't. <laughs> I've grown kind of out of my Mountain Dew drinking years. <laughs> um, I was I grew up in like a no soda household, so uh, then when that's... I became an adult. Uh, I was, like, drinking a lot of soda oh. <laughs> as, as that, a way to rebel. That's, like, so I I grew up in a soda household, and I'm thinking that, like, that was the wrong decision on my parents' part. Um, there's, there's no right decision. Either way, the child is going to want to drink soda. Well, <laughs> so that that was my thing. I was, like, right now I'm kind of, like, yeah, if I ever had a kid, I I wouldn't want. I I think I'd make it a no soda household because even now I don't really drink soda. Um, I drink I drink a shitload of seltzer, and I've it's, gotten really. Into, it's better for you. Yeah, apparently not great though because apparently the the carbonation isn't great for your teeth and it makes your stomach expand. Well, um, <laughs> I don't, uh, yeah, but take take what you the picture yeah, battles. I, I will argue it's probably things. better than than Pepsi or probably. But um, but yeah, but then I worry. I'm like, oh, I'll have a kid. I'll never let them drink soda. And then when they're like sixteen, they're gonna go and just like you know be be a cokehead <laughs> for <laughs> a different type of coke. <laughs> I I had actually my situation was terrible. I just realized because I primarily lived with my mom who was no soda ever. Right. And my dad was very into soda and bought a ton of it all the time. My parents were divorced. Right. <laughs> so, was, so whenever I was with my dad, I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> that that's like your weird thing to play your parents against each other. <laughs> You know, Mom, Dad lets me have soda. I mean, it could have been so much worse, but (laughs) but now I'm thinking, like, whenever I had soda at my dad's house, I felt very powerful. (laughs) I guess that's one way to do it. (laughs) If if I start my kids on a no soda track and then get a divorce, then I'll be the soda household. That's what you, when you get a divorce, like, when you go to court, that's one of the things, like, it's like, who gets what? Who's the soda household? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, I do, well, so how old were you when you first had soda? Oh, that's a good question. Probably w- way too young. Probably, like, five. Okay, but, wait, so, so was that when you were, like, it, my parents got divorced when I was five. Okay. So so were you like, oh, so at that point, were you having, like, soda whenever you were with your dad, or were you still generally, yes. oh, okay. <laughs> so it wasn't like you became an adult and then got soda? No, but I primarily lived with my mom, and it was right. like, dad was like a, like a weekend thing, so right. it was like, that's when I party, and now that I'm an adult, I party every day. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> See, I, I thought maybe it was like, oh, yeah, my parents divorced when I was, like, 15, and then, like... No, no, and then I finally tasted that sweet syrup. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so, like, you were still young and impressionable. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because I remember I once dated a girl that, like, she told me she never had fast food um, growing up, which, like... Also, something respectable. And then she said... I think more parents do that now than when we were kids. Oh, wait. I can't hear you. I lost you. Hold on. Okay, you can hear me now, right? Hold on. Let's try this again. Can you hear me now? Yes. Cool. Um, I'm convinced that the mic works better on this than... On my laptop. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Maybe that's it. Um, but, so... Uh, I lost... So she got it when she was, like, a teenager, and she was like, and then I just didn't like it. And I'm like, oh, that's... That's, that's the ideal scenario. Yeah. Um, that's every parent's dream. <laughs> exactly. I, I babysat for a family that was, like, so anti junk food that they like on Halloween they would not eat any of their Halloween candy they would give it to, they would donate it and which is like a nice idea but I was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta have garbage when you're a child it's just part of the experience yeah it's it is one of those things that like you said the best case scenario is like when they get old enough to be like you know what fuck it I'll try the garbage they just don't like it like a the the cool Regina George's like cool mom who's like if you're gonna have McDonald's I'd rather you have it in the house. <laughs> and then and then they just don't want it. Yeah, that's but, that's the dream. Yeah, it's one of the. It's like they say if you don't. When I say they, I mean me in a joke I used to tell. If you don't like experiment with drugs and alcohol when you're in high school, you're gonna have a problem with it when you're an adult. That is not wrong. <laughs> uh, so anyway, now that we did 10 minutes of a soda podcast. We could do, we could do 50 minutes of a soda we could podcast. turn this whole thing. I, I have a lot of soda opinions. Um, let's, let's talk. I, I don't have a lot to say about this movie, so we could turn. <laughs> but yeah, Victor Victoria. There's not a lot of soda in it. Yeah, there's no soda in it. Um, there's a I, lot of booze. There is. This movie, this was interesting because I had seen it before, but this was, but I saw, when I saw it, it was like before I became interested in like queer cinema. <laughs> so now I have like a, a more intelligent eye when watching it, I think. Yeah. Um, I hope. And. It's it's kind of a mixed bag. <laughs> that, uh, well, like you said, like now having like more of an eye for queer cinema, that was the only thing I found kind of interesting about it. But I will also say, I think that the concept of this movie is really kind of flawed. Oh yeah, like on a. That's the thing is like I think at the time. This was really progressive, <laughs> but yeah. now it's really, I, it's like a, 
one, it's like a super binaristic view of gender in general. Yeah. And two, it's like a very, I think, I mean, I'm not an expert, but like, I think a really skewed view of like what drag is. Yeah. Um. I don't think drag, I don't think the ideal drag performer, so to speak, is someone who can best pass as a woman. There's a case to be made that it's the opposite to some extent. Well, it's like, I think drag exists on such a spectrum. Like, yeah. It, it can be so many things, but I think what it isn't is, like, who can best fool me into thinking right. one thing instead of another. Like, that's not really what it is. It's more like a performance. Granted, I don't know what drag culture was in the 1930s. which is That's true. Um, I'm not totally sure. I know, so, when I lived with a drag queen, right. I, I knew... I... I I picked up on a couple of different things. One of the things I'd picked up on was um, the term for drag queens that can pass as female better, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. um, is fishy. Oh, so if you're, I've, I've never heard that before. Yeah. So, like, he would always tell me, he's like, yeah, I'm like a fishy queen. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, <laughs> uh, that's really interesting. And I, I remember when we did a Secret Santa, um, one of his gifts was like one of those mugs that changes when you put hot liquid in it. Um, oh, I love this. And it was like all black, but then if you like pour hot water in it, it said fishy on it, which was very cool. Um, is that is that like that popular of a term that they made a mug like that, or was so. this like custom built? <laughs> I guess so. I like I don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race, so I don't know if like that's the that only like mainstream drag queen culture thing. I think. I mean, yeah. I mean, RuPaul's Drag Race is probably like the the main thing that like yeah. brought drag culture into the mainstream at least recently like i there a ton came before yeah there have been things but this is one of the few shows where like a lot more people watch it than just like a niche yeah um culture and like rupaul's drag race has its own problems and like rupaul has said things i did not care for about drag and like trans women i've I've heard that (laughs) yeah it's um that's like what RuPaul said is like kind of also a problem in the basic premise of this movie, which I think he said something like, um, like trans women competing in like drag shows are cheating because they're like using hormones, which is dumb. (laughs) That's like, that's like not really what drag is and that's not. Yeah. You could unpack that. That's that's a big problem with your whole argument. But it, I mean, that's like that's kind of what this movie is arguing too. Is that like she's cheating because she's a woman? She's performing cheating, as yeah. a drag queen, um, which so 
Well, one thing I do want to get out of the way just because I know it. Um, there is a term for when a woman performs as a drag queen. A drag uh, king. No, no, not like as a. I think that's. Oh, like this specifically. Like this specifically. Like, this like if you were gonna be like a woman that tried, like yeah, not a drag king, I guess. Like as a drag queen. Okay. Um, and then you're called a a bio queen. I've Th- heard that term, but I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> that, that's my my understanding of it because I remember when my when the kid I lived with, um, he like made one of his female friends like he made her up like a drag queen. Oh, okay. And like he was like, "Oh, this is my bio queen," and I was like, "Oh, cool." Okay. Uh, so it's it's the, it's its own culture that I don't totally like know all the stuff for, but I do have some understanding from living with a drag queen. But yeah. Um yeah, it's one of those things that even like on paper this movie doesn't totally sound like it makes sense. It like it's I think you can I think if you pretend the premise isn't inherently kind of problematic and yeah. not and like a little wrong, I think the intention wasn't bad. Yeah. I think considering um, that this this movie was made like, like during the 80s. Reagan era, yeah, like like that was like not a great time to be a gay man, right? Um, in America. One and two, and it takes place in the 1930s 30s in, in Paris, Paris which is <laughs> like right. also not a great time yeah. to be a gay man or be a anything, <laughs> like, right? Um, which, yeah, and at, at both those times, trans issues weren't even really a discussion, yeah, it wasn't so, even like there were probably. <laughs> a lot of people hadn't even heard the term yeah. trans. Um, so, like, it's hard to, you know, criticize them for, like, excluding for, a group of people they yeah. didn't know of. But, yeah. like, I mean, transness has existed it, forever, forever. But, yeah. you know, it was just not part of the conversation. Yeah. Um, um. So, like, it's hard. Like, I, I don't want to... I, I think the... From what I understand, the, there isn't much of a huge, like, queer cult following for this movie. I could see that. At least from what I've gathered. Or if they are, they're, like, from that era. Right. And what I what I would kind of say to this is it... Is straight-washed a term? Yeah. Um... Yeah, it. I think it is. I don't. Well, you you get what I'm kind of getting at. It's a very like. It very much seems like a straight person's depiction of gay culture. Yeah, I I will say though, um, well, if one this, considering the time period this takes place and the location in which this takes place, I don't really know all the details, but I. Cannot imagine that drag shows were like okay enough to do in the public eye the way they do in this movie. Like right. I'm sure they were more of an underground thing. Yeah. 
um, this is kind of like, you know, people get all dressed up and go to like this fancy cabaret show to see like, uh, drag queens. I don't know if that was a thing. Like, but it seems unlikely that it was. Yeah, there's plenty of homophobia in this movie. Like, actually, yeah, a ton of it. There's a lot, but it's, yeah. But it's more like, like, oh, you know, like, uh, a comment here, uh, rolling your eyes there. But, like, I think it was way more dangerous to be queer than that, they're depicting. Yeah. But, like, I think that's... I, I don't want to say it's okay to water down and, like, discredit, like terrible history because i i don't want to be someone who says like well if a movie is set at any time before gay marriage was legal then like the movie about any gay person in a movie has to be like the victim you know like i think it's fine to like make it a little silly and funny and like let's pretend it was better than it was because like i don't know (laughs) i think it's as long i don't think they're like Act, like I don't think they're rewriting history. Yeah, like this isn't Pocahontas. It's, you know, they're, I think they're just trying to make like a fun little story that's yeah. like a little unrealistic and fluffy, but like fine. Yeah, it it's just kind of its own little like romp, and like watching it, I didn't like hate it. I yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah, I, I didn't think. particularly like it, but I didn't like. I wasn't sitting there like, oh. And, like, you're not, and, like, I wasn't watching it, like, with my blood boiling, thinking, like, oh, they've got all these things wrong. But I I think it is just a way that we can kind of look at it and be like, oh, yeah, we've come a long way in, yeah fuck, almost 40 years. Yeah, and it movie. was, it was, like, a kind of progressive for the time, kind of. Yeah. It's not really anymore, but it's not, like... It's not like painful to watch, I don't right. think. There are moments that are that I was just like, "Oh my god." Like I I don't re- I really think this movie like if you just cut out that entire romantic subplot with um the king king something. Yeah. Um I he's not a king, that's just his name. I just yeah, his <laughs> name's like something king. That yeah. I thought was one of the less interesting aspects was, of the movie. Because it's like that's kind of, that whole subplot is just kind of frustrating, yeah. and I don't like that he was right. That like he was so in denial about his own how he sexuality could be to a man and that there's no like, way that's a man, and he was right. Yeah, and it's like, like I don't want you to be right. Like I want you to learn something. <laughs> like, sexuality you. is more fluid than you would expect. Yes. Um. I do do like that Julie Andrews gets to, like, call him out for homophobia. Yeah. What a queen. (laughs) (laughs) The whole scene where she's kind of, like, arguing with him in bed after they first sleep together is fun. Yeah. Uh, Although they're, like... like, He wants her to give up her job, and she's like, no, like, you gotta be okay with being married to a man. I'm gonna keep my job and go fuck yourself. I don't like that it didn't end there. I, yeah. I really wish that subplot ended right at that line. Yeah. It would have been, or if they were just like, oh yeah, this is, yeah, it, it ends. And then they're just like, okay, yeah, he's gonna like pretend he's gay for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. 
and he's just gonna have to deal with that. <laughs> Which uh, would also be kind of a weird. I, I don't know. That's not. I don't know if that's a result. I don't know. I I don't know. I think I think by the end of the movie, he learns to accept gay people. Yeah. As a concept, but I don't think he accepts himself as someone who could potentially be bisexual. Yeah. <laughs> or like, like it, he doesn't really learn that, like, oh, you know, that's okay. Right. If, if I was. Also, Wait. you know, it's, I don't know. It's, who cares? Just, <laughs> just, if you're attracted to a person, that's fine. My, my favorite term ever, uh, not ever, um, but <laughs> I, I was going to say that I learned from the kink community, okay. which is separate, but is uh, heteroflexible that or homoflexible, um, which, you know, he could be there heteroflexible. So, he could be bisexual. There are, so many ter- there are so many terms, though, that I'm like, you could just say bisexual. I heard someone recently refer to themselves as one of those 70-30 gays, and I was like, you could just say bi. <laughs> like, Wait, kind of- is that like a thing people say, though? I have, I had only heard this person say it. But Wait, I, so, I, so are they implying, like, I'm, like, like 70%, 70% get- attracted to one gender and 30% attracted to the other? I was like, you don't have to... Well, what numbers? Just say bye. It's yeah. fine. I'm not telling people how to identify. But like, <laughs> it, it, it amounts to something similar. I don't want to say the word bye. It's fine. <laughs> it, amounts to, it amounts to the same thing, essentially. 70-30. Um... I had a story. I'm not going to tell it on the podcast because. <laughs> Is it what? Oh, oh, fuck! I, I'll tell you after we finish recording. The, oh, yeah. what? Then you have to edit this part out where yeah. you say, um, uh, "I, I have a story. I'm not going to tell." <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll. Yeah, I'll tell it. Out. I'll, yeah, I could cut this out. Twenty five minutes. I can, I can do that. It, <laughs> um, but yeah. So. <laughs> well, now I gotta know. I know. I, I like realize I can't like start this, and then I'll. Okay, tell me after. Yeah, fuck it. I'll just tell it now because I'll have to edit this anyway. And then edit the whole thing. Or I'll keep it because okay. he's not going to listen to this. Um, Uh-oh. I have a friend. He, he's one of my close friends from college. Um, he's like, he's someone that like, for a couple of years, everyone was always kind of like, not that his sexuality was kind of like ambiguous. He was very outwardly straight, but he would do things every now and then that people were like, Oh, maybe he's bi, and no one was totally sure. Um, and then one morning he called me up, um, and he was like, "I got blackout drunk last night." And I go, "Okay, cool. Uh, what happened?" Because you only ever call someone when you get blackout drunk when something happens. Yeah. And he goes, "I came out to everyone." And I go, "What?" <laughs> and he goes, "I I came out of the closet to everyone." And I go. What do you mean? And he goes, um, we were at this bar and like 
this girl brought her friend that I don't really know, and she's gay, and she said to me, like, well, you're gay, right? And I said, no, I'm not. And then she kept kind of saying to me, well, you're gay, right? She's like, no, you definitely are. And then he was like, I told everyone that I was gay, and I cried. And I walked home with my friend being like, I don't know how I'm going to tell my mom and my brother. And... God. And so then I said dead. to him, I'm like, wait, so are you gay? And he goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so then he's like, I have to that. have these conversations with people now where they're like, so are you gay? And he's like, no. And they're like, you know, I, you know, you can tell us whatever you want. We're not going to judge you. He's like, I'm not. And then they're like, I'm not saying that you are, but you might be like bi and holding on to that. And then he's like, uh. <laughs> so, always, so now he doesn't I, like it when people bring it up. <laughs> that was like how I always answered if I didn't want to answer. If someone was like, are you gay? I'd be like, I don't like labels. Because <laughs> like, I wanted to be vague. <laughs> but but so, I, so to this day, my friend is like, I'm straight. That was just, I was very drunk. And like, that's fascinating. Yeah. And I, I said to him, I said to him, I'm like, this, I said, it doesn't totally matter because I know you and I know the type of person you are. And even if you're bi, you're not someone that's ever going to date a guy. <laughs> you're never going to have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. which tomorrow he's going to text me out. So I'm dating a guy now, but, <laughs> but so I told him, I was like, uh, yeah, it doesn't totally matter. You know, if you want to get in the closet again, <laughs> I guess that doesn't matter. But <laughs> the fact that you, you cried in front of a bunch of people and now you're telling them you're not gay is really kind of difficult to deal with. <laughs> I can't, I, I don't know. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'll text him later, and I'll be like, and you're frozen. Oh, no. It was me. My fucking Wi-Fi stopped working. Just all of it. I, tra- <laughs> I tested with other things. Okay. Great. Um, I'll have to deal with that later, but it's back up. Okay, cool. Um, so that whole bit has to be edited out. Like, yeah, which is, which is, well, it's fine because the recording stopped. So now I just have to... So you'll know exactly which starting point and which end point to cut out. Yeah, so I could, so I could stop at the story and then just 
start with the new one. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, cool. So, edit out the story. To start. What did we talk about before that? Um, we talked... I think we just kind of talked... We, we, we talked about the, the queer politics of the movie. Right. Queer politics. Um, skip the, the story and uh, that you're going to tell me after... Uh, <laughs> Well, I'll just cut that whole thing out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but, um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. yeah the, so, uh, what I was thinking was um, the, the there isn't much of a, as far as I can tell, at least for people our age, there isn't much of a queer following for this movie yeah. because it's not very interesting now it might have been interesting then um but there's no there isn't really any like queer fan service in this not really (laughs) like at least not for me yeah i I, i'm not trying to like sexualize julie andrews like i don't (laughs) want to do that (laughs) yeah there yeah because that feels wrong (laughs) there's not but yeah, there's and there's not anything that like coming from a straight guy's perspective. <laughs> there's nothing really in this movie that I would immediately think like oh, this is queer culture. Yeah, it's not. Like I I um get the sense that like this is one of the this movie did win an Oscar or was nominated for an Oscar. It's one of those like Queer Oscar movies that's like written for straight people. Yeah. Um, kind of like uh, what was that one with Jared Leto a couple years ago? Oh, or uh, Dallas Buyers Club. That's yeah. <laughs> that's that's one of those. Like occasionally we get like a couple good ones. Um, I don't think Moonlight was one of them, but it was you know, uh, like one of those like kind of Oscar baity. I did like Moonlight a lot. I I don't want to. I don't want to disparage Moonlight, but I've seen other, you know, like, uh, what's the one with, uh, Tom Hanks, um, Philadelphia, like this, you know, movies about queer people that are like really tame and like, uh, like okay for straight people to watch and enjoy. My, Um, my understanding is that's what Bohemian Rhapsody is. I haven't seen it yet. I, I haven't. Um, I have heard mixed reviews. I'm gonna see it <laughs> now. I gotta know. I I heard it's like Dewey Cox, but okay. like not a parody. Mm. Um, <laughs> we'll see. So, uh, but yeah, there there wasn't really anything in this movie that like stuck out to me either. Yeah. The uh, recurring characters were kind of flat. The main characters, I liked um, the guy. I forget his honestly, name. Honestly, I really liked their friendship. Yeah. Like, I liked I think this movie would have been a lot better if they did way more of just the two of them. Yeah. Because I think they, they legitimately have, like, really good chemistry, and I think the most fun parts of the movie are just when the two of them are kind of just goof it off yeah i think the restaurant scene is like one of the better scenes in the movie 
like tries to hide a roach in her salad. Like I yeah. that's that's fun. <laughs> like, I enjoy their friendship. Yeah, they're they're fun. They they've got a good rapport. Um, and there's no like there isn't really any conflict between the two of them. They're no. purely just like buddies um, in honesty. We can help each other, like we can live together. We're going to make a lot of money. It's going to be fun. We'll sleep in the same bed. No strings attached. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> like, that's like a great ideal friendship. Right? <laughs> um, one of the things I thought was weird in this movie, it seemed like a lot of fights broke out in pretty random places. I did not understand why... What happened? I, I maybe I missed something, but like, what happened that like made this guy so hateable that people would just break out into fights? Yeah. So, I don't. Know. I don't know. I, I think the restaurant fight scene was like very funny and dumb, but super unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like, if someone sees a roach at a restaurant, is the whole restaurant going to, like, be up in arms each screaming. other? Yeah. Like, one person might scream, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an anomaly. Yeah, I think, I think it's just the director had a lot of fun, like, choreographing scenes, but they were like, let's just put a, throw a couple more in there, just, like, fill in. <laughs> <laughs> fight, fight. Um, in that last big fight scene, the the cockroach waiter is there too, which like doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I thought like that was gonna. He's they they were kind of setting him up to be like more important than he was. I think. Yeah. Um, but um, also we we kind of touched on this before, but I don't understand why it was such a big deal that she was actually a woman. <laughs> like I kind of, I, I, to some extent, it's like a Millie Vanilli thing. I kind of get like she yeah. said she's a man, but like she's not. I, I get why that would be kind of a scandal on its own. I don't know why there's a cop that shows up at the door at the end. If you go to see broad, but like if you go to see Dracula on stage, you know you don't arrest Bella Lugosi for being not a vampire. <laughs> you know? I, I guess for, like, playing up the gimmick as something that... what You know what I don't get? That, like, the big reveal... Um, reveal, in quotes, because... Like, if the first time she performs, uh, people think she's a woman, and then she reveals that she's a man... The big reveal is that she takes off her hat and she has short hair. Women had short hair in the 30s. Like, like I guess it was just, like, her posture that, like, yeah. something, but it was, like, that she just took off her hat. People were like, whoa. She, she also, like, she said that she was, like, um, I don't know what the term is. I guess, like, taping her, her breasts down. But, but, like, like even that, that, not really... It's not necessarily a reveal. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Um, there's there's the reveal at the end when she shows the other woman that she's a woman. That was ridiculous. That, like, that, I didn't... As much as I enjoy her performance, that character, 
I didn't understand her yeah, at there all. There was no point. I liked the song. She was she mad did. that she that she was being cheated on with a man, and more mad that she was being cheated on with a woman, and then more mad when she thought he was gay, and then even more mad that. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, do you care? Being cheated on by anyone isn't a great feeling. I don't know why one is better than the other. I don't know. I I don't know. I I. I can speak to this, where my, <laughs> no, my 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 first serious girlfriend, um, who I wasn't really happy with. This I will keep in. Um, I'm convinced she's not gonna listen. But my my first ever girlfriend that I wasn't really happy with the whole time we were together. There were times when she was convinced that I was gay, and just in the closet. Um, and she was like, she would like be in tears, like screaming at me. This wasn't a happy relationship. Um, just screaming at me, like, if you're gay, just come out. And I'm like, I just don't want to have sex right now because I'm tired. Um, so she, so I, I do think she would have been less mad at me if I was like, yeah, I'm gay. I'm into guys, I'm going to start seeing men, than if I was like, by the way, I'm seeing some other girl on the side. I can't confirm or deny that, but I guess I see where this girl's coming from to some extent. There's that, um, that Billie Eilish song that I really like a lot, uh, but for the wrong reasons. <laughs> it's, it's called Wish You Were Gay, and I, like, I like to pretend it's about like someone wishing someone was gay so they would return their affection. Right. Uh, like I wish you were gay too, but it's the actual plot of the song uh, is <laughs> that she she and her boyfriend are having like problems and she wishes it was because he was gay and not because of her. Yeah, like, that's that's kind of what my my ex girlfriend's outlook like, was. <laughs> Yeah, and, and like, I, you know, it, fine, that's not, it, I get it, like, that's sad, but <laughs> I'm going to pretend it's about the other thing, <laughs> just, just so I can I'm going to, I'm going to look into that, I don't know if I've heard that Billy Eilish It's a very song. pretty sad song, I like it. I, I'll I check it out. Well, Is it like a, it, so I, I haven't listened to her, like, at all. Oh, I love her. She's my new favorite thing. Um, but is she like... She's like poppy pop, right? Uh, no. I, she's pop, like... She's not Billboard 100 pop. She's like... Like the Lana Del Rey level of like... She'll have one popular song, but like she's... She's sort of in that camp of like Lord, the Lords and the... Okay. The Marinas and the Diamonds. <laughs> Well, so then my follow-up question is, does she sound more like Lord or more like Lana Del Rey? Oh, she's kind of both. She's okay. somewhere in the middle. She's like if they had a baby. Okay. I think, but I think her, her her lyrics are better than Lana's. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a listen. As much as I love you, Lana. <laughs> I've, I've never really been super into Lana, um, but her new song is dope. Um, I love Lana Del Rey. I totally get why people don't. Yeah, it, she just never appealed to me, but I like Lord a lot. And 
I Billie like Eilish is kind of like the two of them. And then I found out that Billie Eilish is 17 and it made me angry because she's so talented. And I was like, how the fuck did she like writes her songs with her brother who's 20? And I'm like, I'm never going to be anything. You, you've reached a point in your 20s where you're like, oh, famous, new famous people are going to be younger than me. <laughs> I, I should stop doing this, that when I find out that a famous person is younger than me, I get irrationally annoyed, but it's just me being a bitter person. <laughs> I, I keep telling myself that all the comedians that I really like, most of them didn't get a break till they were, like, in their at least mid-30s, so... That's, like, true. Yeah. Heard, I mean, That's, no, like, the I one industry you get better as you get older. Yeah. But, like... But then you look at someone like John Mulaney, who, like, wasn't as successful as he is now, but when he was 28, he, he made his first really good special. Well, that, that's not fair to compare yourself to John Mulaney, because he has been 30 years old since 1925. That's true. Like, he's had the same face But I keep looking at him, and I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get a Comedy Central special by the time I'm 28. No, do that. <laughs> you do that. I've got you four can't. years. No four years. You'll kill yourself. <laughs> but John Mulaney is, is not a, a fair comparison. Because oh, no. he's, oh, like, unbelievably successful, like, more than I think most stand-ups yeah. at this very important time. I keep thinking, and also, like, Mark Maron's in his 50s, and he's at his most successful now. Um, yeah. Um... Yeah, so I don't know, but um, yeah, that 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 blonde character is fun. Well, oh, one thing I wanted to mention that I kind of knew this, but I didn't realize it was this movie. Um, this was the movie that like it kind of ended Julie Andrews' singing career. Mm inadvertently what happened was and i was reading about this and it's really sad she has like a very unique voice and like a rare voice like it's hard to hit that note with that clarity like she does a good job uh like she kind of has her own like sound and it's very recognizable she doesn't have it anymore and it's because after this movie she did the musical version of this movie and i think when you when you like Sing that much at a register that you're not used to, you kind of develop like nodules oh, on vocal cords. And she and she got like a standard procedure to get them removed. And she ended up actually suing for malpractice because the doctors uh, fucked up her voice and it was never the same. That sucks. <laughs> Which is not sad. That is sad. Like yeah. Like I mean, you know, she she had like an incredible career it's not like yeah. she was it's not like you know she was too young and she uh she didn't get to do anything yet like she was she did fine it's not like um the snow white voice yeah it's but it's just sad that like that it didn't have to end there but it did and this it wasn't this movie it was just like the progression of events after this movie um, I'm just checking because I'm curious how old Julie Andrews is. She's 83. Um, yeah. With our luck, she'll be dead in two weeks. 
Uh, <gasps> no. Because that <laughs> happened to that happened to Carol Chen. Um, um, I, I think we need to take responsibility for that. Carol Channing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because at the end of the Gentleman Prefer Blondes episode, we were like, oh, yeah, she's still alive. Good I know. I know. We do that. We were like, oh, yeah, let's stop it there. Good for her. I fucking ended that episode. I forgot. Don't listen to the end. We killed Carol That's so funny. That's a... That was by accident. Yeah. Oh, no. We oh. killed Carol So now I'm worried we're going to kill Julie Andrews. No! Don't say such a thing. Julie Andrews is going to live forever. Her, her nods on her vocal cords are going to, like, swell up. I'm her. so bad. I'm sick. <laughs> I forgot that's how we ended that. It's horrible. Uh, but anyway, Victor, Victor, Julianne, Julie Andrews does have a fun performance in this. She's very cute. Like, she's, she's very, very lovable in everything she does. Um, and she can kind of do anything she wants in any movie. Yeah. And it's fine. And I, I thought, like, I thought at the beginning she was... I guess what the first five ten minutes she was kind of boring, but then like once the rest once the restaurant scene came, she was rolling. It was fun. Yeah, um, I did like I I think I appreciate that Julie because Julie Andrews is such a like refined, elegant character like in every every role she does, and I did like that this movie started out with her like getting mad at this audition, and I think the progression of a of things she does, I think she like puts on a fur coat, hits like an F sharp, breaks a glass, and like turns dramatically and leaves. I was yeah. like, yeah. And then she she tells the the hotel manager that she'd sleep with him for a meatball. Oh, that was upsetting. That there was that was almost like a that was that. Yeah, that was not going to be a happy scene. Thank God that scene didn't happen. I mean, it was kind of played for laughs and it almost happened, which was bad, but I'm glad that it was Glad that that's not the way that it happened. And, oh, yeah. God, that would be so fucked up. Yeah, actually, I did take notes for, like, the first half. I watched this over the course of, like, two days. Mm-hmm. So the first day I took notes. It's a long one. Um... Yeah, I, I wrote that she's she's funky, and I said, thank the cockroach, stop the rape. Um, yeah, I know. So, yeah. Thank God. Um, oh, I, I actually, speaking of notes, I just, I remembered why I hate uh, Marshawn, King Marshawn is his name. Um, not just because he's a homophobe, but, like, he's such a homophobe that he... He tries, in order to prove to himself that he's not gay, he has to catch her naked. But either way, you're still trying to see someone naked. You're still like, there's a whole scene where he's like sneaking around and like, I think he like uses binoculars and he like hides, it's like a Scooby-Doo like cartoonish scene, but like, whether or not you're right about like you shouldn't whether be trying to see people that's a bad, that's not a good look but yeah. <laughs> like, 
like what's even if he was whether he was right or wrong like what was gonna happen like you're still you're still intruding on someone that's still a fucked up thing to do yeah yeah i forgot about that but yeah the the whole scene when like the one guy's out on the terrace and he's in the bathroom is it's all very sketchy i know um yeah yeah, it was. The, there are a lot of kind of kind of rapey things in this movie that that yeah. haven't aged well. That's the, the, I guess thing there's is a that case the early eighties or eighties and nineties movies, like comedies, kind of played like assault for laughs, like a yeah. lot. If you <laughs> if you look back, like sometimes you know stuff like that was played as a goof when yeah. it really should not have been. Um. Yeah, it's interesting now, too. Uh, have you seen... I think it was probably la- either late last year or or early last year, uh, late 2017, something like that. Um, the New York Times did a, uh, a video with female comedians talking about how kind of prior to now rape and sexual assault were always kind of played as a joke. No, I didn't see that. It's it's an interesting video. Um and they kind of they kind of talk about how now the evolution has kind of become if you're gonna make a joke about rape, you have to make fun of the person that's doing it. Yeah. Um, which, you gotta be it's like a hard line to walk like if yeah. you're gonna make fun of something like that, you you better know what you're talking yeah. about. Where even shit, you listen, you listen to comics from like five years ago, where like it's still the punchline is like, yeah, then they got raped. And it's like, uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that hasn't aged well. Because that used to be like a funny thing. Yeah. It was never a funny thing, but it used but, to be considered a funny thing. Right. You, you like just to say like, it. Oh, you know, yeah. Because it wasn't taken seriously yeah. as a crime. <laughs> yeah. And so now watching, like, where the guy's like, hey, you said you were going to sleep with me, so now oh, I don't so care weird. that you're passed out really doesn't. Yeah. Well. And it, it all, that all happens within a matter of, I think, 15 seconds. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she. She says, I'll sleep with you, and then she passes out, and then she wakes up, and he says, well, you said you'd sleep with me, and then she sees a roach. I think that whole scene is yeah, it's, under 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, it's fast, and you're like, oh, I'm glad there's a cockroach. And the cockroach gets her a free meal, too, you know? Honestly, like, that's the MVP of this movie. <laughs> My favorite character Feminist is the cockroach. Feminist icon, the cockroach. Feminist icon, the roach. Um, but yeah. Yeah, just another thing in the movie that hasn't aged super well. Yeah, um, it's weird, because I don't think this is one of those movies where I'm like, like, oh no, like, that shouldn't, that shouldn't be allowed today, and like, I mean that it, there are things in this movie that are like that, but it, at the same, it kind of walks this middle ground of being like, eh, they're trying, and, like, that's and not great. We have the, the gift of hindsight. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, 
This isn't a movie, because there are some movies from, like, the 2000s that I'll watch and be like, oh, Jesus Christ, like, this is painful. Um, This is not one of those. Yeah. I I watched that movie Boat Trip, and I wanted to die. (laughs) I don't know that, but it sounds... It's from, like, 2003, and it's very homophobic, and it's really painful to watch, and it's one of the worst movies ever made, and maybe... uh, (laughs) <laughs> and maybe killed um, what's his name from SNL exactly <laughs> uh, I'll remember oh, I'm curious I'm googling Horatio Sands that's the Horatio Sands' career is it is it like American Pie basically yeah it's, it's kind of like two bros like accidentally go on a gay cruise. Straight men mistakenly end up on a gays only cruise. Oh, it's so hard to watch. It's so uh, bad. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s on this? Yeah. Uh, that's weird. It's so bad. It has one win and eight nominations for something. Razzies? Probably Razzies. <laughs> I, don't think any, I think even at the time, people were like, this is problematic. <laughs> even in 2003, this didn't fly that well. Uh, that's insane. But that sound, this sounds like a very early... This sounds like, like American Pie 3. Yeah. American Pie has its own... Also, its own problems for generally sure. has an age another one that didn't age well let's just start over let's just make start making movies. teen comedies now stop doing reboots just like erase that whole era and just do it again um but yeah um the songs well they're, they're all fine they're all fine I like I mean Mancini did the music so it's like it's still like timeless and good not particularly like there's no one that's like super interesting and memorable but I think it's it's also like Julie Andrews and Robert Preston have like the clearest and most pretty voices (laughs) at the time at least Um, it's all I'm gonna say the wrong one, but it's all diegetic, right? I always get the two mixed up. Um, but yes. But yeah, they're they're all actual songs in it instead of it being like a traditional musical, which in in that sense, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like the opposite of cabaret, where like it's the same idea, like 1930s cabaret performances, um, and all of the songs take place on stage. Except this one is like light and cabaret is really dark and fucked up and more realistic. <laughs> okay. I haven't seen cabaret, so it's, yeah. It's like it takes place at the same time, like in the thirties in Europe. Okay. Um But yeah, I thought I thought all of them were fine. I liked the one that the, the blonde girl sang. Um, <laughs> and I kinda liked it because it was kinda bad. She She's like really, yeah. It was it was bad and fun. I think like you could tell that she's just having a ball, just yeah. 
this character doesn't need to be in this movie. I mean, like, she serves a purpose for the plot, but, like... But not a very big one. She's not very... I don't think she's very interesting, but, like, this actress is having so much... Leslie Warren yes. is... It's, she's having the time of her life, and I'm happy for her. <laughs> yeah. It, it, that is one thing with pretty much everyone except... Um, James Garner playing King Marjan, they all seem like they're having fun doing this. Yeah, I mean, King Mar- it's hard to have fun as King Marjan. Like, it's, yeah. I, don't, I can't even fault James Garner. It's like he's playing, like, the stuffiest and most, like, boring character amongst yeah. all of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought... Yeah, I, I tried to write notes on the songs... But th- there wasn't really anything that like stuck out as. There also aren't that many songs. Yeah, there's only like six, I think. Yeah, and the um the movie is kind of long, and yeah. it's most long. Yeah. Um, and the songs don't advance the plot, but they're not supposed to. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, they, you know, they kind of like. Sometimes they, like, reflect what's going on, but, like, only sort of. Yeah. <laughs> like, not really. I, I kind of like it when something's kind of a musical, but it's designed to... Where it's not always just people randomly breaking out in song. Where the, where the music is, like, it makes sense within the context of the plot. It's not, yeah. like... It's not, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. Once is similar. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So, I I dig that. And it did become a Broadway musical. I, with the interest in it. I don't know anything about it. I imagine they added more songs. Probably. <laughs> like they had to have. They, they, they had, yeah, they had to have. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I had something. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> um, when she first auditions, and they're yeah. like, oh, we need you to be faker. Um, the, Is that why they didn't like her? It, they said something like that. She was like, I'm a real talent. And they're like, well, we'd like you to be less of a real talent. Or something like that. I think... I guess they didn't like her because she was, like, too good. Or she was too refined to be, yeah. like, a... Uh, which is... It, it's so funny, like, trying to find something to criticize about Julie Andrews is you're right. too good. You're, right. And I mean, you're not they, meant to be here. There, there is an argument for, for that sort of thing, you know, because yeah. you could listen to certain artists that are prim and polished and incredibly boring and then there are people that are sloppy and enjoyable but when she's also just like oh hey by the way being really talented isn't a bad thing i'm like that that does speak to like the the 13 year old in me that's kind of a rockist (laughs) and is like yeah you know she she's doing the real thing Mm -hmm. but yeah I, yeah, I, I enjoyed her. I, it's hard to buy that, like, she was having zero success as a singer. Yeah. Um, and I, I will say, like, they were very impressed that with the gender bending or, or whatever it was. 
like yeah. that's the gimmick of the performance but like she can hit those notes it's not because she's a woman like it's because she's julie can. andrews yeah it's because she's julie andrews it's not like oh only a woman could like go that high and hey, let's man pull anyone do it, that's incredible it's like no like no one can do that yeah. <laughs> just julie andrews yeah so yeah so it's hard it's you know some suspension of disbelief throughout the whole movie <laughs> Yeah, that, which is required of any musical. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I when I tried to explain this to my mom, I was like, "Did you ever see this?" And she was like, "No." And then I was like, "Oh, this is the plot." And then she's like, "What do you mean?" It's hard to explain. It's about a woman who pretends to be a man who. Pretends who, who is a drag queen. To be a drag queen in order to be the world's greatest drag queen. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's complicated. I think they also try to overcomplicate it a little bit with, like, the mob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, that. Wasn't this enough? Um, although that, that appealed to me a little bit because I've been re-watching... Uh, the Sopranos. So I was like, oh, oh yeah. cool, the mob. <laughs> They're in this. Oh, mob. You, did the mob need to be in this? No. no. But, like, <laughs> but, but am I glad that they are? Of course. Um, that I had a phase when I was in college where I would only watch gangster movies. So uh, oh. so this, this would have uh, passed my test. My I guess this is technically a gangster movie. Technically. It would probably show up in uh, the IMDb tags. For gangster movies? Gangster. Gangsters, mafia. Like, just barely, but yeah, I guess it's yeah. technically a gangster movie. Um, there's, I saw, like, there's, like, a letterbox list that's called, like, holiday movies, and it's not just, like, Home Alone and Miracle on 34th Street, it's, like, every movie that has ever had a scene that indicated Christmas or Hanukkah in any way, shape, or form, so it's, like, pages and pages long. <laughs> that, uh, that's actually how I determine, um, what a Christmas song is, to be honest. If they say the word Christmas, uh, I... How many songs say the word Christmas that aren't really Christmas? Um, after this, go listen to the song We Look Like Lightning by the Wonder Years, and you'll be like, oh, this is definitely not a Christmas song, but he does okay. say at one point, it's almost Christmas. Almost, not <laughs> almost. Quite. It's an almost Christmas song. And there's like one, I had another one that I, I was like, oh yeah, this is totally a Christmas song. Um, mm -hmm. Because it, it follows that same philosophy. They say the word Christmas. If you say the word Christmas, same thing for any movie. If it's yeah, if, Christmas, you can watch it around Christmas. And I don't if, know, it's the same thing. If someone's like, oh, hey, can, can you buy this for me? And they're like, not till Christmas. Christmas movie. Yeah. I, like, when people think they sound really smart, when they're like, my favorite Christmas movie is Die Hard. I'm like, yeah, that's a Christmas movie. Like, my, of course it is. My favorite <laughs> Christmas movie is Victor Victoria. <laughs> Bet you've never heard of that. My favorite gangster movie is Victor Victoria. <laughs> my favorite mob movie, Victor Victoria. You know what? My favorite Western is Holes. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's and I think it's that's true. true. I think it is a western, and I can't think of a western that I like more than a whole. Because <laughs> I don't really like westerns. But yeah. Um, I I don't know if there's anything else to say about Victor Victoria. No, um, it's fine. It's uh, fine. It, that's what yeah. I say. Has a 7.6 on IMDb. That sounds right. Out um, of 10. Out of 10. Um, that's what I'd give it. Yeah. A 7.6. Um, it made me want to go to a restaurant and put a roach in my food. I, I don't want to have a roach in my bag. <laughs> so I would not even go that far. Yeah, but I wouldn't normally have a bag with me. So I would just be like, okay. I just have a little, I'll have like a shopping bag that I'll take all the stuff out of. Put the roach in that. Thoughts. Very smart. Plans. Get back to me with how well that works. I will. Love to hear a report. When people speak of gay Paris, they think that when they say Paris is gay, they mean that gay Paris is gay. It is. Not in the way Paris was gay in yesterday, Paris. It means today that gay Paris is gay. Not that gay. They say Paris has always been that way.